0: Hi, I'm John Sello, owner and lead instructor at the Tactical Pirate, and welcome to our podcast today, where we will be exploring a topic that's been gaining more attention in recent years, women and gun ownership. As society evolves and traditional gender roles are challenged, women are increasingly breaking into traditionally male-dominated activities, including gun ownership. So let's get to it. Hey, scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. First, a bit of good news. Florida Governor DeSantis has signed into law constitutional carry for his state making a majority of states able to exercise their Second Amendment rights without needing permission from the state. Now we need to get the rest of the country on board. Constitutional carry, also known as permitless carry, is the legal concept that allows individuals to carry firearms without requiring a permit or license. The move towards constitutional carry has been gaining traction in the country in recent years, with several states passing laws to allow it. There are a lot of positive aspects to the states making this move. First, and most importantly, it upholds our constitutional rights. The Second Amendment of the United States Constitution guarantees the right to keep and bear arms. Permit requirements or fees are are seen as the infringements that they are. Constitutional carry restores this right and allows individuals to exercise their right to bear arms without any additional requirements. Constitutional carry is a practical solution. Permit requirements and fees can be a burden for many individuals, especially those from low-income backgrounds. This can often discourage people from obtaining permits, leaving them defenseless against potential threats constitutional carry allows individuals to protect themselves and their families without any additional financial burden. South Carolina dropped the fee for a concealed weapon permit in 2022 for this reason. Constitutional carry does not increase crime rates. Many opponents of constitutional carry argue that it will lead to an increase in crime rates. However, several states that have adopted constitutional carry have not seen any significant increase in crime rates. In fact, statistics show that states with higher gun ownership rates tend to have lower crime rates. Go figure. Constitutional carry reduces government bureaucracy. Permit requirements and licensing processes can be lengthy and bureaucratic, which can deter individuals from obtaining permits. Constitutional carry eliminates this bureaucratic process and allows individuals to exercise their Second Amendment rights without any unnecessary delays or government interference. And finally, constitutional carry empowers law-abiding citizens to protect themselves and their families. In today's world, where crime rates are on the rise, many individuals feel the need to take their personal safety into their own hands. Constitutional carry empowers law-abiding citizens to defend themselves and their loved ones from potential threats. The move to constitutional carry in the United States is a very positive thing. It upholds our constitutional rights. It's a practical solution, doesn't increase crime rates, reduces government bureaucracy, and empowers law-abiding citizens to protect themselves and their families. So score one for our side. Now let's get to why women are coming into gun ownership. Right around the time COVID hit, I noticed a significant increase in the number of women taking my classes. I don't have specific data as to why, as I didn't bother to track the numbers. But since I ask every student I have why they're taking a class, because I want to ensure I adequately address their needs, I heard quite a few reasons from the women. Some were taking classes as they had free time due to their workplace cutting down on hours. A few had been introduced to shooting in one way or another, and wanted to get better at it. And unfortunately, especially in my concealed carry classes, fear was a factor for a lot of them. Bear in mind, this was a time of many uncertainties in the country, as well as the surge in violent riots across the nation. So I get the fear thing. However, once things calm down to the state we now call normal, women attending classes continues to rise. With the increasing awareness about personal safety and the rise in gun ownership, we have seen a surge in women who are becoming interested in owning guns and learning how to shoot. And that's a beautiful thing. Over the past year, I've heard different answers about why the women are taking classes. Unsurprisingly, self-defense is still pretty common, but now it's mixed with other reasons as well. I'm hearing empowerment as an answer And when I ask for clarification, I get that they feel more in control of their own safety and security. One woman wanted to learn how to use a shotgun because she wanted to start bird hunting with her husband. And quite a few of them are interested in the recreational use of guns. Their reasons are just as varied as their race, financial standing, political leaning, and any other pigeonhole you think you can cram them into. There really is no typical female gun owner, just as there is no typical male one. Now, women are the long-neglected demographic when it comes to guns. Uh, With a few notable exceptions, like Annie Oakley and Plinky Topperwine, who were exhibition shooters back in the early 1900s, women weren't recognized as shooters. It wasn't until 1968 that women were allowed to shoot in the Olympics, and they didn't have their own events until 1984. And it bothers me that there were doubtlessly a lot of women that would have been great competitors given the opportunity and could have encouraged other women to join in. And when you realize that women have been shooting just as long as men have, it's sad that they had to wait so long to be included in the sports. Fortunately, times have changed. Shooting organizations have embraced women, and manufacturers have begun tailoring products to their needs. Manufacturers have also helped increase the number of women gun owners by partnering with female shooting athletes and influencers who can help spread the word about the benefits of gun ownership and encourage more women to get involved in shooting. There are a lot of women on the professional shooting circuit these days. Stars like Michelle Vescuci, Lena Michalik, and Julie Golub are some of the top competitors, and they leverage their name recognition to bring more women to the sport. Lena Michalik recently teamed with Sig Sauer to release a package based on their tremendously successful P365 platform that was specifically designed for women. Called the Rose by Sig Sauer, the package includes a P365 with rose gold anodized backplate, trigger, safety, slide release, and takedown levers and was an immediate hit with the women. The package also includes a Valtec Stafe, dummy ammunition, a magazine loading tool, and access to an online training package. The intent is to provide women with everything they need to get into the shooting sports. I put a link to the package in the show notes. Julie Golub, a former member of the Army Marksmanship Team, is another professional with an incredibly long list of championship trophies in her case. Uh, frequent guest of gun-related podcasts, She shares her story and encourages women to join in the shooting sports. Women compete alongside men in any discipline you can think of. IDPA, USPSA, 3-Gun, Trap, Skeet, and the list goes on. Our local matches continue to attract a growing number of women competitors, and they can really shoot. But shooting competitions are not the only way that women are finding fun and fellowship through gun ownership. Many women also enjoy participating in shooting clubs and groups that allow them to meet and socialize with other women who share their interests. A way in which manufacturers have helped increase the number of women gun owners is by creating educational resources and training programs specifically for women. These training programs are designed to help women feel more comfortable and confident when handling firearms. They cover everything from safety, and handling to shooting techniques. Many manufacturers have also established women's shooting groups and events, which provide a supportive and non-intimidating environment for women to learn and practice shooting skills. These groups also help women build a sense of community and make friends with similar interests. Several women-specific shooting organizations have also sprung up over the past several years. The one I'm most familiar with is the Armed Women of America. A chapter was started at the range I operate out of last April, with one of the owners as the leader and Mrs. Pirate as the co-leader. The chapter meets once a month for a scheduled two-hour meeting where members are given a class on an aspect of gun ownership and then have the opportunity to shoot. They have shot Steel Challenge and IDPA stages, the FPI qualification course, and other fun events. The idea is to teach the members something and then let them put the lesson to a practical application. And the fun doesn't stop after the official close of the meeting, with several members opting to stay and shoot and fellowship a little longer. Other similar organizations are Babes with Bullets, A Girl and a Gun, and several others that offer classes and range time. These organizations were formed by women for women, and they all deliver outstanding programs. The firearms industry has traditionally been male-dominated, which has often led to women feeling excluded or intimidated. This is where manufacturers of women-centric guns and shooting accessories have played a critical role in helping women feel more comfortable and confident in the world of firearms. Manufacturers have also realized that the growing demographic needs to be catered to and have ramped up their efforts. And I don't mean just by offering different colors of guns. One of the most significant ways in which manufacturers have helped increase the number of women gun owners is by designing firearms specifically for women. These firearms are designed with a smaller grip and a shorter trigger reach which is more comfortable and easier to handle for women who often have smaller hands than men. Additionally, these firearms also tend to be lighter making them easier to carry and maneuver. Now, women-centric firearms often come in more feminine colors, such as pink, purple, and teal, which help women feel more comfortable and at ease with their firearm. Smith & Wesson was the first firearms manufacturer to directly address the needs of women shooters and introduce their Easy line of pistols. These guns were made to operate with reduced power recoil springs with women in mind as a common complaint was that semi-automatic pistols were too hard to cycle, and Smith hit a home run with these. I attribute the birth of the Micro 9 to the influx of women shooters carrying concealed. The Sig P365, Springfield Hellcat, and the Smith Shield Plus are three of the guns shops can't keep on the shelves. And it's not just guns. The industry has also developed shooting accessories that cater to women, For example, shooting ear protection designed to fit smaller heads, range bags with feminine designs, and shooting glasses that fit a woman's facial structure better. These shooting accessories make the shooting experience more enjoyable and comfortable for women. Accessory manufacturers have stepped up with female-friendly holsters, dedicated carry pursers, and magazine loaders. Some of the manufacturers of women-centric gear are the Well-Armed Woman, Style Me Tactical, and Tactical Defense Fashions. Mrs. Pirate gives these companies a definite thumbs up and has bought some of their products from each one. The manufacturers of women-centric guns and shooting accessories have played a crucial role in helping to increase the number of women gun owners. By designing firearms specifically for women, creating educational resources and training programs, and establishing women's shooting groups and events, these manufacturers have helped break down barriers and make the world of firearms more inclusive for women. Now, we can't just leave things up to organizations and manufacturers to introduce women to gun ownership. As gun owners and shooters, regardless of sex, we need to encourage women to view guns as the tools they are. We can do this by making every exposure to guns they have a positive experience. If you're an instructor, you had damn better be able to do this with any new shooter. For all you other gun owners and shooters, you have a responsibility to ensure that you're dealing with new shooters in a safe, enjoyable manner. As a collective, we want to encourage women shooters because gun ownership provides them with a lot. Owning a gun can be an important tool for self-defense. While many people believe that the police will always be there to protect them, the truth is that law enforcement agencies can't always respond immediately to emergencies. In situations where every second count, having a gun can give a woman the ability to protect herself and her loved ones from harm. Women who own guns are also more likely to take responsibility for their own safety. Rather than relying on others to protect them, they are taking an active role in ensuring that they are able to defend themselves if necessary. This sense of empowerment can be incredibly important, especially for women who have experienced trauma or abuse in the past. Another benefit of women owning guns is that it can help to reduce crime. Studies have shown that areas with higher rates of gun ownership tend to have lower rates of violent crime. This is likely because criminals are less likely to target people who they know are armed and capable of defending themselves. Now naturally, in today's cancel culture, there are going to be people that complain that the increase in women owning guns is a negative development. They'll argue that women are more likely to use guns in acts of domestic violence, or that they may be less experienced with firearms and more likely to accidentally injure themselves or others. The anti-gunners will grasp at any straw to discourage anyone from owning a gun. However, these concerns are, are largely unfounded. In fact, Studies have shown that women who own guns are actually less likely to be victims of domestic violence and that they are just as responsible at firearms as men are. The increase in women owning guns in America is a very positive thing. Not only does it give women the ability to protect themselves and their loved ones, but it also helps to reduce crime and promote gender equality. While there are certainly valid concerns about gun ownership and safety, and these concerns hold true for either sex. These can be addressed through education and responsible gun ownership practices. By empowering more women to take control of their own safety, we can help to create a safer, more equal society for everyone. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. If you liked what you heard here, consider telling a like-minded friend about our podcast. And if you're in the Anderson, South Carolina area and are looking for handgun, carbine, or shotgun training, check out our training calendar on our website. Until next time, shoot safe.